Blog Talk Radio. How's it going and welcome to this installment of the Diardo and Rosen Show. My name is Brian Diardo. Sorry for our uh, little delay here to the start of the show, but we were kind of getting a few things up. And uh, me and Brian go back a long way. We uh, <clears throat> were friends with each other back at Ohio State when we were undergrads. I'm not going to give the date to show our age, but uh, we've been friends for over a decade. I'm from Pittsburgh. He's from Cleveland. And we uh, we want to do a show um, to talk about, uh, you know, being sports fans. You know, we share, obviously, our passion with Ohio State football uh, and basketball. Uh, but he's a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. Um, and uh, he's going to be joining us in a few minutes. And, uh, you know, my big thing is, you know, uh, my full-time job, I'm a uh, writer for Steelers on 24-7 sports. And one thing that I know me and Brian are going to tackle right away is, uh, you know, the the relationship between, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, his persona with a lot of America and what actually is reality. So that's something that me and Brian are going to talk about. We're going to talk about college football playoffs. Last night, uh, crazy game. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people that watched it are, are uh, you know, exhausted right now. So, uh We'll talk about that too. If you want to call in the show, if you are really, if you are listening out there, six one nine nine two four nine eight two eight. I'll give you that number one more time. It's six one nine nine two four nine eight two eight is the phone number, and we'll talk to you about. Also, the Blue Jackets won sixteen games in a row. Uh, that went to uh, an end. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're kind of getting back to reality. You know, they lost uh, last week. They would have tied the NHL's record for consecutive uh, games won. Uh, they were unable to do that. Uh, but they still won 16 in a row, which is second all time, and that's pretty uh, pretty remarkable. You know, I don't think that, uh, you know, that's anything to scoff at. Uh, but they lost tonight by two goals. Uh, there was a one-goal game. A few minutes left, the uh, Blue Jackets uh, benched their goalie. Uh, try to get the man advantage, and they let, you know gave up a goal here right at the end. So, and actually, we're going to get Brian on the line right now. <clears throat> Hello, how's it going, Brian? Hey, buddy. I was just um, introducing uh, our audience to. Uh, I think we're still we're still messing around with the name, but I, I said screw it for the first one. Let's just call it the Jardo and Rosen Show, and just see how that uh, yeah. how that sounds. Yeah, no, the name is the name is to be determined. That's all all stuff we can figure out in time. But uh but yeah, I'm uh excited, excited to get things going and um I will say that, you know, it, it I the one thing that will be maybe a little bit of a negative when we do work together is the Steelers talk. And it's honestly not even the Steelers talk as much as inevitably when you talk about the Steelers, you're going to have to talk about the Browns and it's just not there's better subjects, like every other subject. Every other team well, I root for that I really care about is in the same boat. What's 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 you know what man? You know before Brian and I got on, before you got on the air, I was like all about ready to talk about Ben. But as soon as I got myself into the right mental state to do this podcast, that's the last thing I want to talk about. I yeah. love this. I, in, in all honesty, in all honesty, I was I was that was half joking too. I actually do want to talk about. Uh, you know, Ben, and I want you to introduce that. I'll, I'll, but, I can sum uh, this up in a few minutes. I want I, we can sum this up in a few minutes because I wanna I wanna talk Penguins Blue Jackets with you because 
I was at two of the games during the winning streak. I was at the 11th win, which was against the Penguins. And I was there in full Penguins garb and left embarrassed, 7-1. to one. It was it was the most embarrassed I've left the stadium since Ohio State lost to Florida uh, when we were in college. That was how bad that was. But And I, I yeah. want to talk and, – and you're like the most knowledgeable Blue Jackets person I know. Like It's like the Holy Trinity. That's you really and the two sad. friends I grew up with. What's that? That is so sad. That is really sad. You live in Columbus. How is it possible? Uh, Columbus <laughs> is, is a college football town, man. I, I think people are coming along. I know. But people don't follow the yeah. Yeah, most fans don't follow the – and you know this. You know this. I know, and I know better than anybody. Most fans don't – there's fans and then there's real fans. Like, I think – like, like for example, during the Indian streak, I knew a lot of people that knew that the Indians were good. But if you asked them who their third baseman was, they had no idea. Yeah, I and mean, I, I guess that's, that's, a lot I guess that's, that's natural. Yeah, but, but in, no, in a nutshell – It's exciting. Go ahead, buddy. The, the, it is. It's exciting. The, 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 the jackets – uh, and it's funny that, that, that that's the case, but look, I, that's the way Columbus is. And I, I love Ohio State football. Obviously, that's, that's you know, a huge priority for me, too. But the, the Blue Jackets are ridiculous. And, you know, ultimately, the, the Jackets, that win over the, over the Penguins would be, you know, it would be like, which would never happen, it would be like the Browns beating the Steelers like 21 nothing, You know, or 21 to 3 or like, like twenty eight or thirty five nothing, whatever it would be. It's uh, it, but we're the, the jackets are are having a great year. It's a lot of fun to watch, and I'm frustrated actually about the all star voting. You get a chance to see that. I saw the Penguins side, and a lot of Penguins fans, uh, including media in Pittsburgh, were not happy that it was just Malkin and Crosby. And I think that Tortorella got it right, Bob. And who's the other Blue Jacket? Seth Jones. Seth, jo- I know nothing about. Oh, is he? Uh, he's number three, isn't he? He's the defenseman. He's the young defenseman. He, the Jackets got him from Nashville in the Ryan Johansson trade, um, and you know, Johansson. That guy's a tremendous player. Was uh, in the clubhouse, and Seth Jones has been tremendous. I, I'm just upset because I really feel like Brandon Sides had a great year, but more than that, Pam Atkinson. I saw when I was watching, and we're we're filming this on Tuesday night. I was as I was watching the the Jackets game. Um, it just, it, it, yeah, it just absolutely just boggled my mind um, that Cam Atkinson is the guy that just did not for him to not get in. Uh, tremendous year. And, and yeah, dude, they it's, it's how great he was. Compared to the, the rest of the league, he's he's at twenty. Just for example, he's at twenty, and at the time we're recording this, Sidney Crosby's at twenty-six, obviously, and he's leading the league. So that I think tells you a great deal. When the best player in hockey, you know, is is sitting there, only six goals ahead of this guy, it tells you how great of a season he's had. Well, man, and I think the other thing too is that Sidney is playing. I think the best hockey of his career, um, which after the concussion stuff, that set him back a few years. And I'll be honest with you, I've seen Sidney Crosby play hockey a lot. I, I don't honestly know offhand. I've probably seen him play 
I mean, I want to say ten times, then it actually could be five. Because you know how it is. You lose track of things. I've seen, I don't know, I'd say at least ten times I've seen Sidney Crosby play over my lifetime. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of games where he's playing, and I don't really even notice him. And that never happens when I see LeBron James play. I'm always watching him. Whenever I see LeBron play, I've seen LeBron play maybe six or seven times. And I saw him with you last year. My eyes always go to where he is on the court. I went to game one of the NHL finals. My eyes never left Sydney because he was always navigating the traffic. And that's why the, the, the loss to Columbus was so disheartening because Sydney scored the first goal of the game and I was not in my seat because I was late. And I, that is like the most, one of the most painful feelings in sports. If you go to a hockey game, and you blow off the first minute or two because your hungry ass needs food, and you miss the best part of the game. I thought I didn't see a single goal the rest of the game. <laughs> that I didn't see the Penguins score oh, one. Uh, when I watch on TV, it happens all the time. It, it's I, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm able to watch, and I'm you know often. So I'm in I'm in Denver, Colorado. So a lot of the games start at five. So I when I'm watching, it, it's you know it's it's sort of half watching. You know, I mean, like, plus I'm watching it oftentimes on a phone. So it's it's a little difficult some of the time. But I would say that, I mean, I I, I still watch a lot of it, and I'm very in tune with with what's going on. And it just happens all the time. I I miss goals. But, you know, the thing I was thinking when you were talking about Sidney Crosby and the LeBron, but is that not, and again, I'm novice about hockey, uh, but, you know, really, you know, I'm growing more and more to appreciate and, and love the sport. You know, isn't that, you know, pretty common that in a sport like hockey it's going to be harder to see one guy versus in a five-on-five basketball game where one person can control everything if they're good enough? It's 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 just different. I think in hockey it's harder because you actually have to make a decision, I'm going to follow this guy around. It's kind of like, like the ultimate I'm going to follow that guy around sport is golf. I've only been to one golf event in person, but – I decided to follow uh, Mickelson around all day long because we got there when Tiger was finishing his final round. I've never seen Tiger putt in person, but my cousin, who is now twice my size, 10 years ago, I could fit him on my shoulders and I could lift him up over the crowd to see Tiger putt. But back to my point with what we're talking about. Hockey, you have to make that decision, I'm going to follow this guy around. And with, with basketball, LeBron just always enters your line of vision even when you're not thinking about it. Because basketball, you're just following the flow of the ball, the flow of the game. Like a lot of times, like yeah. you know, normally if I'm watching a basketball game, what's that? No, it's a good point. Good point. Yeah, and nor- normally when I'm watching a basketball game, if Kyrie Irving is scoring a lot, and you know Utah's defense can't guard him, you know on his, you know on his drive to the baseline or whatever. Now I'm starting to watch Kyrie Irving, and I'm honestly forgetting about LeBron. But then as I see Kyrie drive, I'll see LeBron raise up his arm, and then my mind goes to him, and then there's the, the LeBron alley-oop. I think that's the greatest thing about LeBron James. And, and I didn't know I was going to go off on a LeBron quick change, but I am. He always no, finds a way. He always finds a way to lull defenders to sleep. Like, and that's why he is the smartest one of the smartest players to ever play basketball. And I think that's where he is he doesn't get enough respect for because his basketball knowledge, I think it's him and Jordan and Kobe and that's it. I think those are the three in Bill Russell. Like you can debate the greatest players and all that stuff. But like, I think that LeBron's intelligence, like his, his just, he sees plays open up before 
anyone else does. And in the post game, he can remember specific plays at minutes of the game and what the score was and how much time was left on the shot clock. I mean, how many of us remember pickup game statistics? You know, it's, but all the great ones are like that, man. It, but it's the little things. And with Sidney Crosby, the thing that's, that, that is, I think, the coolest part about his game is his strength is his face-off. He's the greatest face-off man I've ever seen. And when we were in the finals, I don't Sidney didn't score a lot of goals. But in game two, he had the game-winning pass. He won the face-off, uh, passed to a guy. They went back to him, and he gave it back in a dish for a goal. And he had the game-winning assist. That's Sidney, man. Sidney, like, one of his least greatest abilities is scoring, just like LeBron. LeBron can score, but he's way better better at other things. Um, yeah. Which kind of leads me to, well, to I, asking you this, man. Like, you don't like the Steelers. You're from Cleveland. You don't like Pittsburgh sports. Does that hate your carryover to the Penguins, or is there a level of respect there? actually not true at all. I, I The only team I don't like is the Steelers. And I am okay. always going to be honest when it comes to – the, the rankings. All right? Here's the deal. I There's a lot of people I know in Cincinnati. i got some friends there. I Honestly, almost everyone I've met in Cincinnati I really like. But it is what it is. Uh, and you're from Columbus, so I know you get this. I just, I'm sorry, I don't respect the Bengals, and I can't root for the Bengals. I would say I don't really root for the Reds either, but I have a lot of respect for the Reds and Reds fans, and I don't mind them as much, whatever. But Ultimately, I loved every minute of the, the, the finish to the, your playoff game last year because that was so embarrassing, and the Bengals did it again. I actually do feel a little bad for their fans, that the, 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 you know, the few that do care that they can't get rid of Marvin Lewis. It's unbelievable. Like, the guy should have been fired three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. I mean, how many times should a guy be fired for, yeah, he's getting them to the playoffs, they haven't won a playoff game since, you know, any, as long as anybody, longer than anybody now. <laughs> Even the Browns are better in that regard. It's, the whole thing is, is absolutely hilarious. But, you know, getting to, as you to, said, it, it is, it is but, really cool to watch players for Iowa State that I really enjoyed thrive in the NFL. I don't care that Ezekiel Elliott's on the Dallas Cowboys. I love that he's doing well, and – the bonus for me is getting to see Ryan Shazier, who I really like as an Ohio State player, and uh, Cameron Hayward. And last year, Will Allen started for the Steelers. So it's – I think you and me, we both share that. That is, I think as we get even further out of college, really cool to see Buckeyes in the NFL. I don't know. I'm sure you feel the same way. I, I enjoy it a lot. and That's why, you know, it's hard. Like the Packers are typically the team I root for in the NFL. You know, like most games, like in the playoffs, typically, I really I love their fans. I love Wisconsin. Trying to respect Aaron Rodgers. That's about the Packers. Um, but because of Zeke, you know, one of the all-time great Buckeyes, you know, ever, he really is one of the all-time great Buckeyes, and certainly in our lifetime, uh, tremendous running back. Sky's the limit potential. You know, pro bowler as a rookie, he's, he's definitely, you know, the, he'll be the rookie of the year for sure. If the, you know, if, if he wasn't named already by the time, you know, some of you listen to this. <laughs> so that makes me, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, it makes me kind of want to see him keep playing. Uh, so I, I completely get that. It makes it makes perfect sense. But I, I do want to shift to the bowl games, if you don't mind. Um, very, the Buckeyes, we could do very, I don't want to spend any time on this. Uh, 
because I want to talk about the national championship, which is unbelievable. But the Buckeyes, you know, ultimately it's very simple. They were not one of the best. They were probably not one of the best four or five teams in the country. Just the way it is. I mean, maybe around five. Or, or you know, I, I the Penn State, the way they improved without, you know, considering we did lose to them, while I definitely think that we are better and, we'll, you know, I'm, I, I expect to, to beat them next year, even though they'll they have a very good chance of being ranked higher than us at the time because they'll probably be undefeated when they play us. At, at the end of the day, we weren't on the level that you need to be to be a national championship team. The coaching changes are tremendous for us. Ed Warner was a great line coach. Tim Beck, I don't get what, you know, people, some coaches like him. I don't really know why. But whatever, it doesn't matter. They're both gone. They're replaced with tremendous people, especially Kevin Wilson, the new offensive coordinator. So Ohio State has a chance, better chance next year, winning the national championship. So we're, you know, in great shape. Beat Michigan. It's all, all, all that really matters. What, uh, what, what are your, I guess, quick thoughts on the Buckeyes before we talk about an, an incredible all-time Championship uh, match. I'm going to say this, man. You know what the first thing that dawned on me when everything ended? I looked at my friend I watched the game with and I said, you know, uh, no one will remember this Ohio State season because they didn't win anything. And it's, that's not negative. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. That's the standard no, that's that we're at with Ohio State football. What's that? Where we should be. It's safe, but it's where we should be. It's the standard I No, no, but I'm with you. For but it, but it's, like, it's like this season, yeah. Making, making the Final Four in the college football playoff is not like making the Final Four in the NCAA, even though it, I guess it should be. Think about that. Like, no one's going to celebrate we were in the college football playoff. Like, no one cares. Like, if Pitt did it, if Pitt, if Pitt did what we did, that's where my dad went, so I'm going to kind of allude to Pitt, who went 8-5 and five this season and was Clemson's only loss. And, Brian, I think you'll, you'll get a laugh out of this. So Pitt made T-shirts when they beat Clemson, like 40, like, you know, what, like, I don't know, because that was their only win, like big win of the year. They made shirts. As soon as Clemson won last night, I mailed one to my dad because Pitt, I mean, Pitt, Pitt they, every, ACC people were so happy they won that game. And my old man told me before uh, the bowl season started, he said the ACC is the best. I said, they don't play defense. He goes, they know how to play defense. They've just faced good offenses all year. And Alabama's quarterback looked very limited. And I actually walked away from the game with more respect for Alabama, except for giving up that lead. You can't give up leads. That's not a good look. Um, you know, that's hard to explain. I mean, you think about, like, Jim Trestle at Ohio State. I mean, he, he seldom gave up big leads. You know, when he, when yeah. Ohio State got a big lead, they almost never lost. Yeah. But, the, you know, I don't know. The, but Urban's, the, Urban's going through, I guess, what, what Trestle is, went through when we were there, I guess. Would you would you agree if they had one more season like this? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, and I only say that Ooh, because uh, for the recruiting. The recruiting, is, the recruiting is, is as good as it's ever been. Um, I'm going to argue this with you if you don't mind. There's, I love Trestle. I don't think there's an argument, but I'm happy to hear your, you know, your your point. <laughs> um, but well, dude, the day, hear me out on this. So it's, it's crazy. All right, make your point. I, make your point. <laughs> all right, I'm going to make my point real quick. So Urban won his national title the second year he was eligible to win one, the same span as Trestle, and. 
you know, they had had success at other programs, albeit Myers was D1 and Trestles was, you know, what, and, and, you know, the next level under. But, you know, then the next year, the hype is just as big. Everyone's coming back. They lose one game. Uh, they win their bowl game, the Fiesta Bowl, in 03 for Ohio State and for, you know, Trestle's team and for Urban's it was 15. Uh, and then the next year, you know, they kind of they, – they lost even more games. Um, and that's, you know, Urban this season and Trestle in 04 when the – when it started – well, I mean, Trestle's had bled even more than this. I mean, they went 8-4, which now would be unheard of. Um and then, then the, the shadow started to creep in. Like, I remember when, when Trestle won his national title in 02, that had a happiness level or there was a honeymoon phase of, like, that buys you, I think. I think when you win a national championship, that buys you a couple of years of un, like, you, I think it buys you three years of happiness. I think national championships are worth three years at programs like this. And after year three, the doubters start to come back in. And that's when we were at OSU when the Florida game happened. Three years, I and if just, Ur- and next year I for just, Urban, and, and if Urban doesn't win it next year, the doubters will creep out if they don't uh, respond, uh, and that's just how it is at Ohio State. Yeah, I and and again, I might disagree because it's Urban Meyer, and I, I mean it's so obvious. <laughs> you know, you can't disregard an undefeated season uh, the first year, and you know, I mean, ultimately this was a team that wasn't as great, but. They're going to be fine. Urban, the, again, this is the best recruiting class Ohio State, at least in the modern ranking era, has ever had coming in. The talent's too good. I, I, if you want to debate who's a better X's and O's coach, obviously there was only one time you, you ever have them together, and we saw what happened. So it, 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 I love Trestle, and I hate you know, arguing against Trestle. I just don't think, honestly, there's much of an argument with all due respect because of the talent still, is I so still, good I still put Trestle right ahead of him, man. I still do. But I'm just saying, rankings-wise, the, 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 the level of football is better now on a consistent four basis. You know, over a four-year period, Trestle, I love them, but he never had teams quite this good over a four-year period, I don't believe. Rosen, Rosen, so, hear me out real quick. What, I love Trestle. What did I wear every single game day when we were at Ohio State? The Trestle sweater vest. That's fine. I love Trestle. I okay, man. I hate being so I'm, listen, the position. It's mafioso family apology. stuff for me. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here's my thing. I want to no, see how this whole I, thing ends. I, I like. I you. I love Trestle as much as you do. I just don't happen to agree in this particular point. You know. So again, I hate being. He beats Miami. He's the Miami Hurricane. I still put that was. I'll never have. I'll never like a team more than. I promise you, Urban will never have a team I like as much as the 2002 Buckeyes. That was a trestle team. Listen, I don't need. So, I don't need sentimental stuff. Yeah. I want you to agree with me on the factual stuff. I don't care about that. <laughs> I want I'm to not going you to. Trestle so better Listen, man, I and trestle and trestle kept bringing in the recruits too, man. But it's it, listen, man. It is hard. It, you know what? What you, and that's just statistical fact. That's statistical fact. I'm not against the out there in the NFL. I understand. He had like two of those guys. This class is insane. I think this class. I think Okay, and I'm not saying that those guys are not great players. Now, from Jacobs, like a three-star recruit. So, and I don't take anything. The guy that was a great, great player, and I love. Again, I'm just saying to you that quality of the recruiting, rankings-wise, which is not debatable. 
if you want to disagree that maybe it's better to take three stars over five stars, that's fine. But I'm just saying to you that there's a statistical measure that is not debatable. Now, if you want to say better coach, so whatever X's and O's kind of thing, again, I don't have any way of knowing the difference in that. I, I love the way Trestle played. I like power football. I'm more lean, more conservative. But I also know his chances of, you know, uh, of winning were decreased versus a spread that, this is the truth, everyone knows this, that uh, a well-functioning spread is basically unstoppable. And there's nothing you can do about it. So let me, I let me, think let I, me ask I, you this. Rank, uh, rank Barrett. Rank, uh, rank these. Just rank these three quarterbacks: Barrett, Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor. Um, I mean, is that a, a really a question? I mean, of course, Troy. I mean, would rank be on one, one, two, three. Who, who and, talent and level? And Pryor, and obviously, obviously, Barrett would be last. I mean, I don't know what. I mean, it, 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 you're trying to say that. Because JT Barrett isn't as good as the two best quarter, you know, best quarterbacks along with Prenzel that Dressel had. Again, I, it's easy to pick out. You mentioned Ted Ginn. If you pick out a few examples left and right, you're you're, you're gonna. It's easy to find them. And again, we're, we're talking about a program that was very very good. Dressel is, is, in my opinion, now once Urban surpasses him, and he will. And I, I'll even say, give me one more national title, and then you could surpass. Which at that point, he's the only person who ever could, would have had more than one who's not named Woody Hayes. So, again, when you factor in all, all of this, I just think that, um, that, that I, Tressel, to me, is still, right now, he's two, but he's going to be three because Urban also passed awesome. So, I'm not, it's not like I'm not enamored and love Tressel. And I'm not saying it, it, it's a landslide because they were both great teams. I'm just saying that the level of, of excellence and, and, you know, expectation at this point, it's, it, it's, it's, honestly, it is unheard of for this stretch. Even Woody didn't do this. No one has done this. Urban has this program in a place, in my opinion, right now that it's never been for this amount of time. So. I respect the hell out of you, man, but I, he hasn't passed Trestle yet. I agree. I said that, but he's going to. Okay. So okay, I, I put him ahead I right you. now I because I because I know his career is still going. He's going to pass. Okay. Well, we'll see. And I, you know what? I'm excited to see it. Um, you know, and I'm one of those people. I don't know why. I I just I don't say, I don't measure everything with national championships. Like I consider last year's Ohio State team a successful season. You know, not this, not the 16 season. Um. I think 16 season was just a season. I I had memories from it that I enjoyed. Um, it was nice, but I don't measure everything in national championships. But I think, uh, for example, I think I think they end in five. Ironically, I think some of my favorite Ohio State teams, the 05 team, uh, my our first year at Ohio State. That's one of my favorite teams, and probably up there, probably with the 02 team are my favorite two teams ever. I actually would have to go. I'd have to. Yeah, go I, I, all um, those teams are. I, I, I do. And they all beat Michigan, so they all had successful seasons. By my, by my, by my personal standards, that's always a nice thing too. It's nice to rock Notre Dame, but I, I the, yeah, my personal standards are very simple. Uh, Urban has national championship as the ceiling. My ceiling is the same every single year, or not ceiling, but like 
you know, ultimate goal. My ultimate goal every year is the same. It's beat Michigan. You beat Michigan, whatever else happens is, is, is you, know, you know, icing on the cake. The closest I felt, you know, to, to, to that feeling, in all honesty, besides, you know, Miami games, the first championship I ever got to root for in my life, was, you know, uh, last year against Michigan. So, I don't know. It, it's it, it, it's 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 very it's very interesting, but it's 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 a great debate to be able to debate. You know who's better, and both these guys have been in Ohio State recently. You know, current coach and and the last coach, with the exception of one year of Fickle. It's that's pretty great. But speaking of beating Bama, how incredible was national championship game? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. Like I think. I think the last. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be totally straight up with you. So my girlfriend Sarah, she loves The Bachelor. So I was actually watching this national championship game on my smartphone. And when Alabama went up 14 up, then I kind of phased out a little bit, fall a little bit, you know, tuned off. And then I, I headed over uh, <clears throat> to watch the end of the game. I left her place, you know, start of the fourth quarter. And it wasn't until eight minutes to go where I actually really settled in and dialed into the game. So I saw. Eight minutes on, before that eight-minute mark, it's not that great of a game. Um, honestly, the first three quarters weren't very good, in my opinion. It was the fourth quarter that made that game great. And it was, it was I think, honestly, yeah. it's, probably, it's probably the greatest fourth quarter of a, of a big, like a, if you want to call it a national championship game, uh, all, whatever all these things are called. Everybody knows CBS championship, whatever. This is the best it's right I've there. ever seen. Like Ohio State. Ohio State Miami, that's the best overtime anybody's ever seen. I, I still think the Ohio yeah. State Miami game is the greatest game ever. I just real I just It was up there. The it only was thing, definitely and up there. I think the pass interference makes it a better story because there's controversy. Every great game has controversy and that's that game's controversy. Yeah, you know? I mean that that's controversy, but at the end of the day, things even out and uh and we you know, I I won't need to get into that. It's that's that's so easy to sum up. That season, I know you'll agree with but, me. But, but, Miami yeah, back, was back, back Miami was one of the most question. talented teams. Yeah. Miami, I'm just gonna say real quick. Miami was one of the most talented teams uh, ever. The fact that Ohio State beat them, that it was even close enough for them to beat them, tells you everything you need to know right there. That no controversy. It's their own fault. They weren't ready. So go ahead. I apologize. Oh no, you're fine. Um, I think Alabama is, you know, it was just I don't know. I don't. I, Dan Levitard show said that I think summed it up best. Where if I didn't tell you which school it was, but I read you their regular season wins and losses, you'd probably think that Alabama, that, you know, Clemson had Alabama's run because Alabama dominated all year long. All year long, including the SEC championship game, where Clemson struggled to get here. Uh, you know, they they lost they a did. lot of close All games in regular season. I honestly would say this is until until one of the biggest upsets I've ever seen in college football. Yeah. Um, I really think that. Um, you know, you and then you fall behind fourteen nothing to Alabama. You you just give it up. To me, it just it truly shows you with college football. There's one thing that this year's college football continues to teach me. You don't know how good conferences are until you get into play. And as college football fans, spend time outside your damn conference. You know, watch an ACC game every now and then. I'm just guilty of it, too. You get older, 
it's hard to watch games outside of the Buckeyes. You know, you got girlfriends, you got other things. But every yeah. now and then, every now and then, say, I'm going to watch an ACC game tonight. I'm going to watch a a, a Matt game. Watch, watch, if you humble yourself and watch Toledo Akron, you know, and, and, and say, I'm going to cheer for this team tonight, whatever. You start to see what makes conferences what they are. And that's the thing yeah. with Ohio State. I just knew against Clemson, they just didn't have the receivers. And and Clemson has seen the best offenses all year long. You know, the Hurricanes have a good offense. Pitt, Pitt has a good offense. You know, ACC, I mean, so when you see Ohio State as limited as they were with uh, – no receiver, and you're going to try to turn Samuel into Reggie Bush out here, and it wasn't going to happen. And I, I knew when it was 17 nothing, it felt like 40 to nothing. It felt just like a five nothing lead in hockey. But I don't want to harp. I don't want to harp on that too much. But uh, I wanted to ask you a blue jacket question here. So I think right now, the blue jackets, and this is the uh, Giardo and Rose show here. And uh, I think for the Blue Jackets, it's considered a successful season if they get to the second round of the playoffs. What are your thoughts on that statement? Um, yeah, probably. I'd like to say no, but I think at this point it's probably yes because that would be an improvement. But then the next year it would be a lot higher. You know, it'd be it would be much more important. To, to go further, and even the Stanley Cup would be the ultimate goal uh, at that point, I think. But I don't know enough. But I have I to ask you this is, question, man, and I, I'm, I'm so glad I thought of this. What would, you ra- what, what would you rather have if I gave you these two things, but you don't know who wins in the end? If I said to you, Rosen, by, you know, by the, in June, you're either going to see the Blue Jackets in the finals or the Cavs back in the finals, but you don't know who wins. Which one right now, sitting here, uh, I mean, January 10th, which it, one would you roll with? Obviously, it's it, – it, 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 I mean, I don't really – I don't know. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this question. No offense, only because we know it's oh, you no chance answer, that happens. Man? There's no – I mean, dude, obviously the Cavs have to be there to win it. So the Cavs are much more, always going to be more important to me. It's never going to okay. be a question. So that's – yeah, simple answer – let, you know, I, the jackets. I, I, I just know. I, you know what? But I'll never feel that way. On this podcast, that it's, I good, do it's about good to know that. Cleveland. Yeah. It's it's well, hey, it's good to know that going forward on this podcast. And now this now hopefully you know people want to listen to us banner about whatever we're bannering about. <laughs> you know what? I I think the coolest thing the Blue Jackets have done for the stadium experience. They've made it so much more about the game. Uh, and I love how they play, like, all we do is win when they win games. There's a swagger there. Uh, I think Tortorella is the perfect coach for this team, and I think the sky's the limit for the Blue Jackets. You know, I know they lost tonight in a tough game, uh, but they haven't been – I mean, okay, the Washington game was tough. You know, the Capitals won the President's Cup last year. They have – you know, Vetchkin is a top three player in the NHL, along with Malkin and Crosby, and it's been that way for 10 years. I mean, he's – Ovechkin's a top 10 all-timer, man. So, still in his prime. He's already – he's in between me and you. Um, yeah. No, he's awesome. He's great. So, he's great, man. But, 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 you know, I don't think they've performed bad since then. Um, and I think 
I don't think losing five to four in that game was that bad uh, the next night after Washington because then that 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 exposed a weakness in backup goaltending. So then they changed that goaltending. Um, I think for the Blue Jackets, like they're learning things about themselves now that other teams will have to figure out later. Like the Penguins right now, where where is their uh, uh, term, turmoil? They don't have any yet. They haven't faced any injuries. Has been the biggest yeah. thing that's hurt the Penguins so far. But other than that, they are they are exactly where they should be, near the top of their division, halfway through the year. That's perfect. The Blue Jackets are figuring out everything right hockey, now. So, yeah. oh, by far, and, and it's. Yeah. I will say this: it, I think it sucks that the that the Blackhawks, Detroit, and Blue Jackets are no longer in the same division. That sucks. I, I it, but it is you know it's fun to have the regional rivalries, but it's also fun I think to have. You know, the, the you know to have a rivalry like a Pittsburgh, for instance, which is close. Well, Brian, you know, I think, I think that it's that's way better this way. And some of the other I think teams. it's way better this way. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Who? What's your yeah. favorite game to go to? Or like, like what? Like, would you? All right, would you say Pittsburgh's Columbus biggest is Columbus's biggest rival right now? I don't. I I think they are. I really think they are. I I I I don't know. I I don't. To me, it's hard. It's not. It's too soon. I think it would be an instant rivalry if, by some miracle, as a Blue Jackets fan, the two teams met in a playoff series and the Jackets won. Which I, you know, at this point, I'm not definitely not ready to go there, despite the seven to one performance. Uh, that would be the only way I think it could really be number one at this point. But that, you know, I don't have the the context of the you know, that team in the way that you do. So it was never um, meant to be I, a clean rivalry, but you know, yeah, dude, if I well, think it's Columbus and if Columbus and Pittsburgh met in the playoffs, you got to just beat Pittsburgh seven to one. <laughs> you got to feel good. I know it was a regular season game. I know that, but Columbus has young legs. And if I was a Columbus fan right now, and I do like Columbus when they don't play Pittsburgh, you've got to soak this in. You know, like this is, you know, they would have to, they'd have to F up real bad not to make the playoffs now. Yeah. And uh, I think, and yeah, if you know yeah, this, man. Yeah, like, no, I mean, the division, because the division is so good, they, I, to me, they still really got to stay on their toes. They, they, you know, they're definitely in great shape. Dreek allowed them to get, comfortably ahead of a few of a few teams but the reality is that we're you know we have a lot less games if we don't take advantage of the extra games then the jackets are are not you know a, a lock by any stretch at this point but they're getting closer which is great they're definitely getting closer well there's no margin for error that's the crazy thing about this league and i think the other thing is too as the, as the year goes along the intensity levels intensity level starts to rise because, and I'll go back to the NFL when the Steelers dropped the four and five. Tomlin closed ranks, and he does this every time the Steelers are kind of having an off year, or they start out slow. He'll close ranks and say, "Hey, here's he." He'll show the team the standings because believe it or not, there are a lot of NFL players that don't know where their teams are, and he'll be like, "This is what we have to do." And as as we get further into you know when we start getting into February. You know, teams will know, hey, we, we need a point tonight, you know, or we need this team to lose and we need to get ours tonight. Or, hey, we're good. We can we can just get a, try to get a point tonight. And you'll start to see gamesmanship and all these things. 
Um, I know you're kind of new to being a hockey fan. I'm really, it's really cool that you jumped on ship. Um, and I'm glad that, I, I don't know, much, what do you know about Yamir Yager? I never had a huge, I never, I, I also, again, when you don't have a professional team and respect to the people that, because there are plenty of people in Cleveland, maybe not plenty, I don't know. There's a, a segment of people that actually do really care about our AHL team. I think it's the AHL. Yeah, the AHL, the one I, I, that's how little I know. That won the Calder Cup, which is you know the championship for the American Hockey League. It, there's a lot of people that care. I that it's never going to do anything. I need the big leagues. I, I have the three. I'm used to three teams. Pittsburgh also has three. You know three teams. So, you know bat, bat replace hockey and basketball. Um, and when you have three, you know three of your own teams, but you don't have a, a professional hockey team, it's just it's different. I would been a, I'd be a lifelong hockey fan if. The Jackets, you know, where there was never a Jackets and there was a team in, you know, Cleveland again, uh, you know, an NHL team in Cleveland, that would be would be a different story. It's just that's what it comes down to. For same with you, even growing up in Columbus, you're still Pittsburgh first and foremost. It's harder to be as into a, a, a team that isn't yours. When you loved, you know, you love the NBA, but you really more than anything love LeBron, for instance. So and you love like the '80s Lakers, like you kind of, which is fine. It, 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 it's it's fun. You kind of pick and choose, but it's it's different, you know. I, I think 